If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To say this word correctly, we're going to start with the F sound. Let's put it all together. Fact. Around. Fact. Around. Fact. Around. Fact. 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 Around. Around. And find out. What I need to 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 find out. It's very American. We're going to open our mouth very wide. You are going to let the air move out of your mouth continuously. Well, hello there, and welcome into Facts Around and Find Out. I am your host, Justin White. And I am your co-host, Bill West. No, you're just a regular host. There's no co-host. I'm just, I'm just, I'm your also host, Bill West. You're also host. (laughs) I am also the host. We have enjoyed hanging out with you guys for uh, the last half of 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Six months. We've been doing it for six months. Six months, and 2022 was, uh, was... Therefore, great for us, I think. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I, 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 I mean it. I enjoyed the heck out of doing it for you guys. Heck, hell. I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I enjoyed it. the fuck out of Gee it. Gee willikers. <laughs> I enjoyed the... Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I really did enjoy it. So we're going to try to hit a couple of stories here to recap what we saw coming across in 2022 before we get into 2023. The first one I have, it's a throwback to us making fun of the Olive Garden. And uh, I, 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 our, I think it was our first episode that I guessed it. It might have yeah. been. I, I believe that was the Ruby Ridge Ruby episodes. Ruby Ridge Part we One. Yeah, absolutely. Of, uh, Gus Magiano. Gus Magiano. So on August the twenty fourth, Carl Z. Bibb, there's a name, and Caden Mills were invited to be on Good Morning America. Why you might ask? Why, Justin? <laughs> there we go. That's why <laughs> uh, they took engagement photos. In front of an Olive Garden. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, Olive Garden. When you're here, you're broke. Where, where these get? They had to be from the South. Where were they from? A Tennessee couple oh, who went viral go, on TikTok for balls. taking their <laughs> engagement photos outside of an Olive Garden was gifted with a free honeymoon to Italy 
by the popular restaurant franchise. So uh, it looks like Carl Z. Bibb, looking at him right now, uh, and Caden Miller. Uh, it said Caden Mills. Caden Mills, Caden Miller. I see it a couple different ways. They, for some reason, decided they were going to take engagement photos in front of an olive garden here in our great state. Of Tennessee. What they did not know is that during the interview with Good Morning America, they were going to be surprised with a free trip to Italy where they were going to find out that endless breadsticks and bottomless soup was not a thing. But they did. <laughs> they're going to be so pissed when they get over there. <laughs> oh, they're going to be so mad. They're going to be so, so mad. Uh, another one that I saw come across was a middle schooler bought shoes for a friend teased by other students. Seems very sweet. Agreed. Agreed. It's very nice. Yes, Melvin Anderson uh, was a young man who had been picked on. And I'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that he was named Melvin. <laughs> Absolutely not. Poor yeah, that, that was entirely unrelated. That's on his parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Romello Early bought his friend Melvin Anderson a pair of new shoes after Melvin was getting picked on by other students at a Buffalo Creek Elementary School uh, called Buffalo Creek Academy. No, middle school, I'm sorry. Uh, in Buffalo, New York. So they bought him some shoes, and uh, instead of just doing it, they decided they were going to film it so they could get some TikTok cred or some social media attention. Ah, there it is. There's your payment. Because that's what <laughs> that's what happens. About. Jordan's, uh, I heard he bought him. He did buy him Jordan's, yeah. yes. All right, if you, if you got engaged in front of a Hooters, where do you think they would send you? <laughs> Daytona? <laughs> I think that they would allow you to, like tailgate outside of Talladega, but you don't even get like infields, like tickets right. or seats or whatever. Right, right, you just like hang out outside of Talladega and somebody buys you a, an, an 18 pack of Keystone. Light. I'm going to go and ahead and say it though. Here, here's my hot take. If, if there is a girl that you feel like would be happy that you proposed to her at a Hooters, that's marriage material right there. My friend, that is a keeper. If I have ever heard, if I have ever heard of one, does she work there? I mean, <laughs> Oh, that's a did good you point. Did you propose to a Hooters waitress or did you propose to your lady who is in no way affiliated with Hooters? I'm, I'm saying you proposed to your, your lady at a Hooters. And, and I am no in no way disparaging Hooters waitress. I actually heard that Hooters is about to rebrand because millennials aren't that into boobs. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that come across. Um, were, were they, were they boot, 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 booties? booties? What are they going to... I don't know how they're going to rebrand it yet. How are you going to name this anymore? Cheekies? Cheekies? I don't know. <laughs> Cheekies? I don't know. I feel like Hooters is known for their wings. That's why people go, right? Do you go to Hooters for the wings? Sure, 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 sure. Which they're not that great. They're fine. It has nothing to do with the scantily clad underpaid women who are showing up wearing, you know, just like no clothes whatsoever. So those are the two feel good stories, two or three feel good stories I have leading into this. Bill has a couple of stories for us. I've got a couple of stories for you as well. Bill, what's your first story? Yeah, my first one comes from NPR. Is that National Public Radio. That is that is correct, sir. Okay. So as a podcast host and self-proclaimed lover of language, I, I found this one to be very interesting. I think you will as well, Justin. There's a college in Michigan called Lake Superior State University. Uh, go fighting trout, I guess. I don't know what their... I, I have no idea what their mascot is. But each year... Wait, where are they located? They're uh, Lake Superior State University. 
in Michigan. Yeah, but where are they? In Michigan. In Michigan. Yeah. Are they in the Upper Peninsula or the Lower Peninsula? That, that I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> that I, Did not deep dive enough that, for the episode sorry, on this I one. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but each year they come up with a list of words that they say deserve to be banished from our vocabularies over, quote, misuse, overuse, or uselessness. Okay, okay. I, I, I kind of dig this. I kind of like it. It's fun, right? So Yeah, I feel it. This is a quote from Rodney S. Hanley, the president of the university. I'm going to try to get through this. It's wordy and purposefully so. Quote, our nominators insisted and our arts and letters faculty judges concurred that to decree the banished words list of 2023 as the GOAT is tantamount to gaslighting. Does that make sense? Irregardless, moving forward, it is what it is. An absolutely amazing inflection point of purposeless and ineptitude that overtakes so many mouths and fingers. Being a little cheeky there, isn't he? It's a little wordy. A little cute there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the university took in over 1,500 nominations from people all over the U.S. and as far away as New Zealand, and even the unofficial home for Fact Around and Find Out fans, Namibia. Namibia? Yeah. Shout out to Namibia. That's right. Say it ain't so. So I'm going to start. I'm going to go. I'm going to count them down here. So this is their top 10. So this is the the, the 10th word, and we'll go to the one. So it's actually not just words. I, I don't want to. They're, they're, they're being a little semantical here, so I will be that as well. Uh, these are actually phrases, acronyms, and words. But anyway, number 10, it is what it is. I have no problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. I say it a lot. Say lovey. It's the number, number nine. Absolutely. Shut up. I say it all the time. I say it all the time. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Number eight. Actually, this one, in my opinion, should have been the number one on the list. Irregardless. That's not a word. Exactly. It's not a word. It's not a word. (laughs) Yeah. I had a guy that sat across from me at work and he would be on the phone with like clients or whatever. And he would be like, irregardless. And every time he did, I would go, that's not a word. Yeah. It's like, it's like somebody says like the difference between uh, suffice it to say and suffice to say. It's like this. Right. Just, just know, just know which one yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just know. regardless, regardless. I think that should be number one because again, it's not a word. It's not a word. All right, number seven. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, dude? Fuck that. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this. Fuck everything, <laughs> right. dude. Everything you're saying right now because th- half of these so far have just been things that people say in response to someone saying some stupid shit, right? A lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Continue. Right, num- I'm here. Number six. Amazing. What? I use amazing all the time. I use amazing all the time. We'll get to why they picked that one. I actually have a, I, I had to figure out why they picked that I, one. I need, so I did I, a inquiring deep, deep minds deep want yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Number, number five, you said it when we were talking earlier, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. I do that one a lot in business, in my business. I don't like, emails. I don't like going yeah. forward or moving forward. Yeah. yeah I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. like moving forward. I don't like that. All right, number four. First one I can get behind, by the way. Just the first one oh, I yeah. can get behind. Okay. I, I, I think you and I both agreed on irregardless as well, right? I mean, that, that should be banished. Yeah, but I that's think. banished because it's not a word. It's not a word. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I, I'm, I'm with the moving forward, going cool, forward, cool, cool. just because I know that it's annoying. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, number four, gaslighting. It happens, though. But okay, it, it does. But they want to remove yeah. that word. That's like a word. They're, that... they're wanting to. They're wanting to banish that word. Okay. So okay. I I wasn't. I mean, I've heard it used before. I, I actually, I've got the definition. We will get to that. Make as well. sure to mansplain it to me whenever you get done. Yeah, I'll mansplain it to you. That's maybe that's one that should be. I don't know. Um, number three, quiet quitting. Have you ever heard that one? I have. Quiet quitting. I have. Yeah. I had not. I I had not heard that one at all. So, just in case, I guess most people have. Apparently, I was under a rock or whatever. Have you ever quiet quit? 
Quiet quitting is have you ever, an no, have you, term. Have you ever quiet quit? I would say, well, after learning what it is, I would say I did. I definitely did. One time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I definitely okay. did. One time. I, I, I have. I have. You want it? You want the story before it was cool. Quick? Yeah. Hit me. The, hit me with the story. Let's <laughs> go. I was waiting tables at a restaurant called Ruby Tuesday in college. And the, uh, you, know, you can cross your arms all you want. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they came in uh, before Thanksgiving. They were like, all right, you can work on, th- we're, we are open on Thanksgiving. We're open on Christmas Eve. We are op- open on Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. You have to work two of those shifts. And I go, I will do New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And then I worked. I took the other days off, and then when it came time for me to work New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I just didn't show up, and I quietly quit. <laughs> so That's like, fantastic. Are you? Like, oh yeah, I don't work there anymore. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, yeah, well, don't be open on those days. Your Ruby Tuesday. I don't see why anybody's like dying for some Ruby Tuesdays. What was their main? The the Garden Bar. The Garden. Don't bar. call it a salad bar. The That's Garden. That's so dumb. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> So, so quiet quitting, just for those who haven't heard it, is uh, is an informal term for the practice of reducing the amount of effort you devote to your job, uh, such as stopping the completion of any tasks or not explicitly stated in the job description. The term implies that this is done secretly or without notifying one's boss or manager. You just keep doing what the job you're paid to do, right? And then nothing else until you're I done. Mean, yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. So you're not paying yeah. me to do that. It's yeah, not so part not of the to. job description. And then right. I decided I would just stop after that. Yeah. Cool. I'm yeah. fine with that. Number two, inflection point. Really? Yeah. I think it's, I, yeah, maybe it's just overused and, and used to. Are these Michiganders, do they go other places maybe. other than Michigan? Because that, okay, go ahead, go ahead, right. continue on. Number one, do you have any guess what it could be? Number one, it's an acronym. I will tell you that. No. It's used a ton right now. No. GOAT is in greatest of all time. I don't have a problem with using goat. goat. I don't have a problem with that. I use goat that. some. Yeah. So, so goat is an acronym, which means greatest of all time. And it was cited as the worst offender because one, they argued that it was impossible to be the greatest of all time because something or someone better could come along in the future. So you're saying the greatest from here till eternity. This is what happens when you live in a place where it gets this cold. <laughs> you don't have anything else to you do. Have you're nothing stuck better than do. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm just. Okay. <laughs> and number two, just overuse of the word. So they also cited the word amazing, uh, made the list because nominators said that it, it had completely become disconnected from its actual meaning, which means dazzling or awe inspiring. People use it too willy nilly. So, like, we hate to break it to you, but that laundry detergent you got isn't amazing. Well, it's like using the word awesome. Um, something that like brings about all right. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. I see it. Yeah. I see it. So this is uh, this is a direct quote from the article. Quote in a, in a more serious example, some worried that overuse of the term gaslighting hurt the word's ability to describe the specific type of dangerous psychological manipulation. Internet searches for the word's definition were up more than seventeen hundred percent in twenty twenty two. Merriam-Webster said when it was announced, they announced gaslighting as the word of the year. So. Marion Webster loved the, the term gaslighting. They, they're all about it over there. I saw apparently. one that said uh, one of the words that needed to go away was brave. Talking about being brave. Okay. Because it was insensitive to indigenous peoples. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so every time that these kind of uh, stats come up, people put these articles out. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to look at them. It's also sad and laughable. 
to it is to, laughable it's, yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's laughable it's laughable gaslighting actually means i i had a little i understood it misunderstood it a little bit actually when i'd heard the term but it means to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity but you didn't know that i i thought it meant you were trying to trigger a response from somebody oh, you're okay. gaslighting okay. me i thought it meant you were trying to that's kind of where i had defined it in my own head so so welcome to gaslight yeah. around and find out. Everybody. Gaslighting's real. I've uh, I've been gaslit by uh, yeah. employers, uh, significant others. Yeah, it's basically somebody trying to make you feel like you're crazy, yeah. even though you're the yeah. person who's got the better like hold understanding on understanding of yeah, what's yeah, going on, sanity, yeah, the wherewithal. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really sick. Yeah, the article went on to provide uh, some of the past year's winners. And Justin, I want to play a quick little game with you. I'm going to tell you the banished term. Okay. And I want you to tell me what year it's from. What so year I went through it's these, from? What year it is from. Oh, shit. So this okay. is the top word of that certain year. All right. So if you can, give the listener Cowabunga, just a second to answer 1996. these 1996. Well. Okay. What was it? <laughs> I said Cowabunga, 1996. <laughs> That's good. Good guess. All right. First one is up. This was an easy one. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a, I'll lobby a one first. These uncertain times. 2001. 2002. 2020. Oh, uh, I was thinking. I was thinking like nine eleven style. Oh, but yeah, yeah, these that's fair. That's fair. Right, no, yeah, that's these solid. are certain yeah, times. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay, I'm cool. Right. I got you. I got you. Next up, information superhighway. Two thousand. Ninety nine. Nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. Windows ninety five right. in that area. Okay. okay. Last one up, and this one actually was the top two two separate years. Film before a live studio audience. Filmed before a live studio audience. Um, nineteen ninety one. Oh, so close. 90. 90. Okay. Yeah. 90. You're right there. Yeah. And also 87. So right, they, fair, really, fair. they really hated that. And, and most of these are actually, you know, they're kind of fun. You can debate about them, whatever. But some of the words on the list actually have been banished, like the 1982 submission for the word, quote unquote, I'm going to say it, retarded, which it should have been, right? That year, a mother encouraged the banishment of the word, writing that her daughter with a mental disability uh, would, quote, with proper stimulation, be able to learn and understand much more than we believe possible. So, you know, it's not all bad, man. I, I will I will give him credit on that. That was 82. That was pretty forward thinking uh, at the time. I think that word was highly in use <laughs> at least 20 years later when we were in high school, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. So question, uh, Justin, what word or phrase would you banish from the English language? Vomit. Vomit. You hate that word vomit. I hate huh? it. Really? Yeah. Just say puked or throw up. Okay. Or as we say in the South, it's spelled T H O, I guess like space or hyphen U P, throw up. Throw up. Yeah, I throwed up. Oh, I throw up. <laughs> oh, did he throw up? What's your, all right, real quick. I didn't plan to ask you this. Honestly, but what's your fa- like, what's yeah. your favorite word in the English language? Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Mentarianism, that's a good one. That's a good one. No, on, on, onomatopoeia. Mine is lunch. Lunch. Onomatopoeia of because lunch. of lunch? Lunch. Ah, oh, just love the word. I love the word. I love the word. Lunch. Just say it. it sounds nice. Lunch. Lunch. And also lunch is always good. Even on a Monday, lunch is good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So my least favorite words are the the corporate jargon like circle back, shift the paradigm, think outside the box. Synergy. Gain efficiencies, all that. But I will give a shout out to my brother-in-law. He pointed this out to me, and people do it all the time, and I really do think we need to stop. When you ask someone at the office how they are and they say, live in the dream, 
it's just so soul crushing. Like we just, we got to stop. We have to, uh, one of my, one of my favorite, uh, that I use when it comes to that is somebody says, how you doing? I always go any better. There'd be two of me, any better. You would have, you would complain. So real quick, before we move on to this next story, I know this this has been kind of long, but the creators of the Oxford English Dictionary chose their own word of the year that they loved. Any any guess at all what it might be, Justin? Self-absorbed. That's a good one. That's a good one. Just based um, on the based on the shit they're actually, saying, self-absorbed. You're actually not that far off, man. You're you're not that far off because this is somewhat related to that, at least the the self. Um, the word that they chose is goblin mode. Yeah. Okay. Goblin mode, which is, if you don't know what it is, it's defined as, quote, a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. I mean, you're, you were on the money there, bro. I thought I was pretty close. Yeah, you yeah, solid. And they, they chose the phrase because, quote, it captured the prevailing mood of the individuals who rejected the idea of returning to, quote, normal life or rebelled against the increasingly unattainable aesthetic standards and unsustainable lifestyles exhibited on social media. Indeed it did, Oxford English Dictionary. Indeed it did. Indeed it did. All right, that's all for me, man. What you got next? So in 2022, one of the things that I found to be kind of a, a, a silver lining, something good, was uh, our neighbors to the north. Oh, Canada. Canada. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. Healthcare professionals in four Canadian provinces can now prescribe time in national park systems to boost people's mental health and physical health. I saw this. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. Parks Canada is collaborating with a program called Park Prescriptions, and they call it P-A-R-X. I like it. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. It's cute. It's cute. Doctors, nurses, and other licensed healthcare professionals who register with the program can prescribe nature. Uh, even a parks Canada discovery pass, they have this like sweet pass or whatever they can, they can prescribe you and they can do that to their patients. This comes from nationalparkstraveler.org. So quote, medical research now clearly shows the positive health benefits of connecting with nature says Stephen Gilbert. He's the minister of environment and climate change and a minister responsible for Parks Canada. He says this in a written statement, quote, the exciting collaboration with Parks Rx is a breakthrough for how we treat mental and physical health challenges and couldn't come at a better time. Dude, I love this. I love this. <laughs> this is great. Right. Right. <laughs> it's right. amazing. Yeah. As we continue to grapple with the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic on our daily lives. So Parks Canada has provided 100 adult discovery passes this year alone, and we'll reassess the number in future years. They're 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 looking at how this is going to work going forward. I hope they do studies to see how this actually affects. You people. know, it like, has to work. Uh, they have to. It has. I, I want to see work. those studies. I got to see some charts, man. Chart it up. So the pass sells for seventy two twenty five Canadian, seventy two dollars twenty five cents Canadian, and provides unlimited access to national parks, national marine uh, conservation areas, and national historic sites for 12 months so you get a whole year's uh worth of this pass the park system is already free to anyone who's 17 and under uh the bc parks foundation which is the official charitable partner of the bc parks and the provincial park system 
it's launched uh, this program. It's the very first one in the country. And America's looking at this as well. So in November of 2020, which we know what was going on then. Thanksgiving. Might have been a little bit of a, 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 a demic. Are they calling it yeah. a demic these years to take the pan Something off of like it? that. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't yeah. help but notice you've been having a hard time with that demic. <laughs> so they expanded the program I it the pandy. to uh, you call it the pandy? Yeah, I was like, how's your pandy? Been? How's that? How's the pandy been treating you? So they expanded <laughs> this program to Ontario, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. America's looked at this a little bit and thought maybe we should participate. Please do. Yeah. So if you live in the United States and you're thinking to yourself, I would, sh- yeah. of, of America, I would sure like to also participate in these type of uh, activities. I like trees. I like dirt, birds and walking, squirrels and yep. walking. And- a copy of National Parks Traveler's financial statements may be obtained by sending a stamp self-addressed envelope to the National Park Traveler. Yeah. You can go through all these different ways. Look it up. Go to nationalparkstraveler.org if you want to see how you can also participate. Um, if you live in Florida, a copy of the official registration and financial information for the national parks, you can obtain that by going to refreshfromflorida.com. Georgia has one. Maryland, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Washington State. Tennessee, get your get your act together, man. Tennessee, What's up? we've got some great national parks here in Tennessee. Let's, we, let's absolutely. get it together. So, yeah, uh, as Canada has been grappling with the ongoing pandemic, the pandy, the Dimmick. The Pandy. Yeah, the, Dimmick, the Pandy yeah. Dimmick. I don't know why it's turning into like a child show for... The, it's the Pandy <laughs> hey, Dimmick. Mr. Pandy Dimmick. Like, oh, 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 <laughs> down to the Pandy Dimmick. Yeah, um, but it's, it is it is a critical time for mental health uh, yeah. as people have been stuck inside for so long. And a ton of healthcare professionals want to promote mental and physical health benefits by heading outdoors. Love it. So uh, good on you, Canada. Love it. Uh, my my Canadian friends throwing people up into the woods. Let's go. I'm here for it. I yeah. want to go to the woods. You're almost making up for your bacon. I, do you not like their bacon? I mean, compared to bacon. Okay. I'm, Canadian bacon. You mean, ain't wrong. Um, you, know. you ain't wrong. Compared to yeah. bacon. It's funny that we have to even say it that way. Compared to bacon. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny about our bacon? It's delicious. We don't have to. We don't have to put our name in front of it. Oh yeah, that's true. It's no one talks bacon. about American bacon. It's just bacon <laughs> and then Canadian bacon. You know, it, it's funny. Like they're, you know, when you go to a certain city and they're like, "We're world famous." I'll give you the example that comes to mind immediately: is Cincinnati chili. You know why it's not just chili? Because it's not chili. Cincinnati chili sucks. Because it's not it's as awful. good. Why is it sweet? It's awful. It's weird. It's on. It's wet noodles covered with wet chili topped with wet cheese for some reason. I've got friends who will argue that until they die, and I I disagree. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you, Bill. It's not. It's not good. Speaking of the pandy, whenever like the grocery stores were getting hit hard. And like all the shelves were kind of empty. I went, I went down to our local Kroger, which is a grocery store here. And I was looking in the canned food section just to stock up on stuff because everybody was freaking out. Right. And the only thing that was left on the shelves was canned Cincinnati chili. People were like, no, I'll just starve. It's good. I'll just, I'll just starve. I don't want it. I've had it. I've had it in Cincinnati and it's not good. Well, yeah, no, if it was good, it'd be everywhere. Yeah. It wouldn't be just Cincinnati chili. You can get Nashville hot chicken everywhere. Dude, we were, uh, when we were in the, the, I guess quad state area, whenever I was recording the episode for, uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
uh, if, if you guys have listened to that one, we're up there snowed in on my birthday. We go to this Walmart because Bentonville is like headquarters of of Wally World, and it was your it was your trip back to your motherland. What? <laughs> like I've got to go see. It was great, but it was bad yeah. and awesome, and it was so many. There was a lot of feelings about being up there for that time, and so going up there, we were in this Walmart, which are all the nicest WalMarts that you could ever want to be around. They had Nashville hot chicken dip. Oh, okay. And uh, they also had like pickled dip. Like Copenhagen? Like, but it was no, flavored no, 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 like no. Not like, not like, not like chow. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, you dip chips in. And it was uh, my my better half looked at it. She was like, I, I have to know. I have to know yeah. if it's good. And so she right. bought some. I have yet to try it. It made its way all the way back to Memphis. It's still sitting in our fridge right now. I don't know if it's good. I might it try might it. getting close to past his day. You better do it pretty quick if you, <laughs> you want to try it. I let stuff go longer than it should sometimes. Um, But yeah, I I feel like I need to try it. She said it was okay. She said it was okay. So what stories do you have coming up next, Bill? All right, next up. This comes to us from WWF.org. Brother, it's actually not wrestling. It's the World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah, they had a big deal about that for a second. Yeah, that was was a big deal. And I'm going to start things off. Over the trademark. Yeah, I'm going to start things off with facts about elephants. I promise you. I'm going somewhere with this, bro. Elephants have just, they've just been on my mind lately. I don't know. Fact number one, elephants are the world's largest land mammal. Did you know that? Other than your mom. (laughs) I feel so guilty. Burn. I feel so guilty. Just, uh, he wasn't talking about you, mom. He was just, it's a, your mom joke. It's funny. Yeah. Um, they can stand up to 13 feet tall and weigh 1300 pounds. Fact number two, elephants have around 150,000 muscles in their trunks. Wow. I, I did not know that. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, their skin is wrinkly. I did know that. Uh, to help them retain up to, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's to help them retain up to 10 times more water than flat skin, which helps them regulate their body temperature. Elephants eat a lot, like a whole lot, up to 375 pounds of vegetation a day. And that makes a lot of poop. 375, like almost 400 pounds of veggies a day? That's what, according to the WWF.org. Oh, man. Yeah. And that makes a lot of poop. Yeah. Up to 220 pounds of poop a day. Fuck. That's a lot of poop. That's a ton. of poop. That's a lot of poop. <laughs> I feel like I've said fuck a bunch in this episode, but yeah. that's a ton. <laughs> it is very quickly, yeah. A metric fuck ton. <laughs> of all land creatures, elephants have the largest brains. Their temporal lobe, which is the area associated with memory, is larger and denser even than humans, which means they have incredible memories. Elephants never forget. I've heard that. So elephants are pretty cool, right? Please don't tell a story about elephants dying now. No, it won't be about an elephant dying, but it is about an elephant that is a total dick. Okay, let's go. This is about an elephant that is a dick. And a live elephant that's a dick. He definitely didn't forget nor forgive this this elephant. Okay, let's go. This one comes to us from Snopes.com and the New York Post. In mid-June of 2020, an elderly woman was killed by an elephant in the Indian state of Odisha near the Dalma Wildlife Sanctuary. 70-year-old Maya Murmu was collecting water outside the village of Rapai. I guess it's Rapai. It could be Rapi. I don't, oh, no. I don't know how you pronounce it. Hopefully it's not that. That would be unfortunate. No it? one's holding that against the elephant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, was, uh, she was quickly taken to the hospital, but sadly she died of her injuries. But, but Justin, this mother Tuscan pachyderm dickhead wasn't satisfied with just killing this poor old lady. It returned to her funeral. 
It grabbed the body from the funeral pyre, threw it in the air, and then trampled it again before running away. This elephant came back to the funeral to attack her again. Boss level. So elephant attacks aren't exactly rare in the Odisha district where this occurred, but this particular elephant is just a jerk. There. I said it. Hot take. (laughs) No, it's not. Look, it's one thing that's like, elephants trample people here. Okay, yes. Sometimes elephants trample people here. But when they come to your funeral and they to pull desecrate you, your corpse yeah, in front of your family, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that seems personal. At this point, it's like John Wick. Yeah, did you kill this <laughs> elephant's dog? Like, what? What are we doing here? Dumbo's mad. Dumbo is mad. <laughs> All right. Mad. The next one that I have, uh, this comes from NPR.org. NPR. It says move over Bruce Willis. Get out of here. And I don't like they used I don't like that they used Bruce Willis. I feel like they should have used uh and, and I have no problem Bobby. with I have no problem with the Willis. I feel like what they should have said was move over Steve Buscemi. Okay. Because he humped a nuke. Oh, okay. You, okay. you know the okay. film? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Armageddon. What, what is what is the NASA crashed into an asteroid? On purpose. Oh, now I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Well, they used Bruce Willis because of Armageddon. Well, yeah, but Steve Buscemi was in that as well. And he humped, the, and he humped the nuke. That's true. I'm That's just true. saying. Like, Bruce Willis has his time and place. I bought my great girlfriend that soundtrack for And I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> don't want to close my eyes. Out. NASA decides what we're going to do. Like, we all make fun of Space Force. I think the only reason we made fun of Space Force is just because you have some Cheeto-flavored asshole being like, <laughs> we're going to have a Space Force, and it's going to be the best Space Force ever. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. Very Force. Very Space. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and so, that being the case, we all kind of made fun of Space Force. But when it comes to like, hey, yo, I don't want to get hit by an asteroid, we're all on board with that. Yeah, 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 I for am. sure. Let's not all die at the same time. I would just assume we die separately. <laughs> um, so this asteroid that's not going to hit the planet, but it's coming close enough that we can shoot something towards it. Let's let's see. And they called it the DART mission. DART. Which, I mean, it, that sounds cool. Is that an acronym? Uh, it is an acronym. It stands for Double Asteroid Redirection Test. Double Asteroid? I don't know why. I don't know why it's huh. double. I don't know. Interesting. Double Asteroid redirection test, DART. So the impact... It could have been fiery asteroid I don't, I don't know. Test. I don't Bart? know. Um, it cost $300 million and seven years of planning. Because, I mean, we saw this this asshole coming towards us, right? Sure, 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 sure. But it wasn't going to hit us. We just wanted to see if we could redirect it. I'm all about a practice run. I think it's a good idea, actually. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. So they were trying to hit this asteroid called uh, Dimorphos. Look at this Dimorphos. Look it at this. Like it does sound like a burn. Um, fire, we're going to fire a fire rocket. So it's like 7 million miles away, and it posed no threat to the Earth. It's 525 feet across, and it actually is orbiting another larger asteroid. Oh, wow. Okay. So the big asteroid's going to come by us. That's a big asteroid. Yep. You said it, not me. I did. I did. NASA officials stressed that there was no way that their test could have turned either of these space rocks into a menace. Like by hitting them. Okay. 
That was their exact quote, into a menace. Well, good that they checked that out first, right? Yeah, really cool that we decided that, that was a thing. They said there is no scenario in which one or the other body can become a threat to the Earth. It's kind of like when, uh, what was that ship? I can't remember the name of it. They said it was like totally unsinkable. They called it the unsinkable ship. What, what did they that? call um, that one? They were, the, the, the experts the t- knew that nothing could go wrong. So these yeah. two asteroids are so far away that telescopes see them as a single point of light. That's how far away these okay. things are. And they're like, wow, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, okay. And so they shoot the dart, the double <laughs> asteroidal. Um, and they hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually were successful in in hitting this. It's pretty impressive, honestly. Hey, man, it goes nice up shot, with yeah. a SpaceX. A SpaceX rocket brings this smaller rocket with it. And then okay. he goes, pew. And then it goes, boo. And, like, and off it goes. And it hits it. And it moves it by 30 feet in trajectory, which over okay. the course of, you know, space yeah. begins to yeah, exponentially yeah, get larger. Infinite, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, almost, but yeah. they also knew it was going to be a problem was the amount of space dust from the explosion is now oh. creating a like debris field, a dust field mm-hmm. that uh, is going along. So NASA tracks lots of space rocks. Okay. Like they do. Uh, especially the larger ones that could cause extinction level events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I, I feel better knowing that that's a thing. <laughs> yep, just all the time, all the time. And uh, none of none of the debris is going to do that, right? Okay. Uh, none of the debris is going to cause any sort of an extinction level event. But it does cause issues for some of the satellites that we have up in space right now because it causes this, like, space dust to come across. So that whole what could go wrong thing? The purview. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The what could go wrong. I give you exhibit A. We're moving an asteroid. We are changing the motion of a natural celestial body in space. Humanity has never done that before. That is uh, from Tom Statler, NASA's DART program scientist. So I feel like... That is, all right, there are alien civilizations that are far beyond where we are, and they've been watching us. And that is something they saw and go, okay, we need to keep a closer eye on these little these little guys down here. They're, they're starting to do some stuff. Yeah, he says this is the stuff of science fiction books and uh, like really corny episodes of Star Trek from when I was a kid, and now it's real. And that's kind of astonishing that we're actually able to do that now. And uh, that bodes for the future of what we can do. So we, we're shooting we're shooting things at yeah. asteroids now in yeah. 2022, 2023. I'm just going to say, guys, all the FAFO listeners, you ain't got to worry about asteroids no more. No, no. I'll tell you what. I mean, if I that's wanna... been something you've been worried about, don't even worry about it no more. NASA says we got that. Yeah, I, want, I mean, I want to learn more about how this, you know, how it's done. I'll tell you what I don't want to do. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Because I'd, I'd miss you, babe. I, I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> so, Justin, this is my last story. Have you ever been to a thrift shop before? Going to pop some tags? You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got $20 in my pocket. I found some great stuff in the Goodwill, though, homie. I, like, no joke. But I have never found anything Compared to this lady. So this is from NPR as well. Laura Young of Austin, Texas, was shopping at the local Goodwill back in 2018 when she found something that caught her eye under a table. A human head. Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was made of marble, but yeah. It was a bus that weighed about 50 pounds. Is this like uh, Indiana Jones style? Like the... 
Little, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Hundred percent. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was a bus made of white marble that weighed about fifty pounds. Jesus cost, Christ! Yeah, it weighed yeah, fifty pounds. It's a heavy. It's a heavy joker. Heavy head. Um, heavy is the head that sits under the table at uh, Austin Goodwill. <laughs> the Austin Great Goodwill. job, Bill. Awesome, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, so this thing cost a whopping thirty five dollars. And being an uh, an antique dealer herself, our girl Laura knew a good deal when she saw one. So she could tell that it was worth more than just. 35 bucks, right? So she quickly bought it and she lugged the heavy ass thing back to her car, which I assume was a Subaru with a Keep Austin Weird sticker above a Coexist sticker. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the, the piece was extremely interesting to her though. So she decided to go ahead and consult the Google box and she began doing a little bit of internet sleuthing. So she got in contact with an auction house in London and she was able to confirm that this thing was old, like really old, like Keith Richards ain't got shit on this thing old. Like Willie Nelson's youngest socks old. <laughs> yeah, it, it was old. Get this. This thing was from the first century, making it around 2,000 years old. It's like I babysat Jesus old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is a quote from the professor at the fake UT, University of Texas. Shots fired. Don't you do that. <laughs> we can both have uh, our own UTs. That is true. That is true. But there's only one, so that's all. That's all I'm going to say about yeah, that. There's not. Uh, so there's <laughs> not. There's not. <laughs> so this is a, this is a quote. There are plenty of Roman portrait sculptures in the world. Uh, there's a lot of them around. They're generally not in Goodwills, though. So the subject itself is not terribly unusual, but the presence of it here is what makes it extraordinary or amazing, if you will, Justin. Uh, and I honestly think she makes a good point. So how did a 2,000-year-old Roman sculpture end up in Austin, Texas in a Goodwill? Well, another auction house managed to find the head in a catalog of items from a German museum dating back from the 20s and 30s. It turns out this marble bust was once on display in a museum called, I'm going to try, Pompajanum? Pom yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> sounds like the new thing, the new... Uh, Menu item from Papa John's. Like, you get the new Papa John. Yeah, <laughs> the Papa John. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it, that's a, a museum that was located in the German city of Aschaffenburg, I guess. That's how we'll, I'm sure I've butchered that. Do you know how to pronounce it? Aschaffenburg? No. Yeah. Gesundheit. <laughs> German King Ludwig I was a bit of a Pompeophile, and he commissioned the building of this museum to house a whole heaping pile of Roman art way back in the 1840s. And this is kind of cool. The museum was a replica of Pompeii. Pompeii, of course, was the famously buried in volcanic ash in the first century. Prost. Prost. So, so the museum was built in the 1840s, and I can't remember. Something happened about 100 years later in Germany. Um, it could. What was it? Uh, was uh, it the... Uh, uh, was it Toyotathon? No. Holocaust. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what it so was, it turns, the Holocaust. It turns out that this thing was a war trophy, and it was most likely looted from a U.S. soldier, and that's not exactly the worst atrocity committed in that area at the time, so I don't feel I bad about that no. at all, right? You know? No, 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 but, no. Yeah, but our homegirl, Laura, she was in a bit of a pickle now, so... She's in possession of a looted piece of ancient art and one that she felt she couldn't keep, but she also couldn't sell. Laura's smart, though, man. She hires a lawyer in New York City who specializes in international art law. Oh, come on. And is it just me or is international art law like a really niche? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of Charlie Day and Always Sunny, like saying he's, he's into bird law. <laughs> like, that's exactly, yeah, exactly. what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, it feels like a made-up title. But but anyway, they reached out to the German government to return this thing, but it took a while. So she just put the head on display in her house. This is a quote from Laura. Quote, It was on a small credenza close to the entryway of the house, facing the TV. So you could see his reflection in the TV when you're watching TV. Every time you'd walk into the kitchen, you'd pass the head. Every time you'd walk into the house, he greets you. He's there. He's a constant presence. She even gave him a nickname, Dennis. I don't like anything about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it seems cursed, right? It seems like a bad idea. It seems, yeah. yeah, you're making poor choices. Yeah. yeah. So she gave him. She actually gave him a nickname, Dennis, after Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny, uh, as well. <laughs> um, so she she said she named the uh, she named him that because he was quote attractive, he was cold, and he was aloof. I couldn't really have him, and he was difficult. So yeah, the nickname for him was just Dennis. So I actually kind of like this chick, man. She's, yep. She's yep. pretty awesome. Yep. Eventually, the lawyers in the German government came to an agreement, and this past year, in 2022, Dennis found his place in a museum. He'll be on display in the San Antonio Museum of Art for one year, and then he's headed back to the land of Lederhosen. Laura says she misses Dennis, but she's glad he's in a museum where he belongs, showing that she truly does deserve to sport her coexist sticker after all. Jesus Christ. Pretty wild story, man. You, the land of Lederhosen. <laughs> you find... A 2,000-year-old sculpture in a Goodwill under a table and buy it for 35 bucks. That's insane, man. That's all I got. Do you have any more? Do you have another one? I don't have any more. At least they got that back, though. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it found it found its way somewhere. And it's, it's funny when they were talking about, like, its rightful place. Like, Meh. I don't know that I'd say ah. maybe it doesn't go back to Germany. Maybe it goes back to where it came from originally. That, you know. That's a whole other yes. episode, right? Man, I, I almost opened up onto it. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to let that just lay, and we'll we'll touch that at some other time. Well, this has been the wrap-up of the uh, 2022. We only have been in a, a, a podcast for six months. Yeah. So we got six months of, of 2022. Now, for 2023, we're going to have 12 whole months. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be great. Lots to get into. It's going to be great. Can't wait. I have a request for our listeners, and I I actually intended to bring it up earlier, but I did not. So if there is a word, phrase, or acronym that you just hate and want to see deleted from from all language, lay it on us. Fact around and find out at gmail.com. Also, if you've got, what's your favorite word? What's your favorite word in the English language? I want to hear it. What's your, what word do you just love to hear? Like lunch. Lunch. I uh, I had a friend the other day say he really disliked the word turd. Turd. Okay. Turd. Okay. Uh, he said something about T U R D. Turd. And so it just almost makes you like envision the envision the color brown. I will say <laughs> that the word turd. crap to me crap sounds worse than the word shit. You don't like crap. Shit sounds less aggressive than crap. I agree with that. Like I said, I'd rather you say puke, technicolor yawn. Throw up. I've never heard whatever it is. Technicolor yawn. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather it be any of those <laughs> other than vomit. I hate vomit. I don't like people saying vomit. Well, he vomited. Why are you trying to sugarcoat this? Yeah. Because there's no sugar involved unless he had just eaten like a kink cake. I don't. I don't know what to tell I you. I feel like the word moist. We're gonna get a, several emails saying that. The word moist Fuck is... Fuck that, dude. Yeah. Fuck People that. hate that like, word, moist, man. There's nothing wrong with that People word. People hate it, Social man. media told you to dislike that word, and so you like it, but you, <laughs> you, you made that part of your personality. Get out of here. I don't give a shit. Like, if you don't like the word moist... That's why we're going to change the name of the podcast to 
Moist, moist the clown podcast. <laughs> Factor around and find moist. <laughs> moist around soggy, and find out. <laughs> yeah, it's just soggy ass podcast. I know for a fact if Kim Smith is listening right now, she's turned it off because she <laughs> hates that word. <laughs> really? So, oh yeah. You remember the one with the ghost story, the great ghost story? Yes. She, she yes, I hates do that word so much. <laughs> she didn't get over it. Or t- have, have already turned it off, whichever yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should have done that. I tri- appreciate tri- you guys tuning in this week yet again. We're coming back next week with a killer story that I have no doubt that you will love as much as every story you've ever heard from us. We are the best podcasters on the planet. Bah, bah, bah. Bow, bow, bow. Is that the sound? That's the sound <laughs> That's that makes me right the there, best, yeah. right? Bow, bow, bow. Self-proclaimed. I hope you guys like the new uh, the new intro music. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I love it, man. I love what you did. <laughs> I think it's. We're fun. also going to drop the cold fun. opens in the in the intros and outros. Is that correct? We're we're done with those. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're no longer doing uh, the the opens and the outros. So you know what you're getting into at this point. Yeah. If you don't, then you'll oh, find out. Bless your you'll heart. Factor around and find out. You will find out. All right, Bill. Thank you so much for this episode with me, and I will see you next Friday. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, do the do the thing, Bill. Happy New Year, my friends. Happy you. New Year's to you guys as well. Take care of each other. And as Bill would say, Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 